everybody. I was going to say, yes, it's been another week, but no. Adam, Andy's brother, made fun of me, so we kicked him out. We sent him overseas again, so now we have Andy, Andy Bozak, sitting here with us, but... Uh, and yeah, he's so smirking. That's Greg yeah. Sim, <laughs> kicking my brother Adam Bozak out that doesn't exist. But, but he got kicked out again. He's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> he's called me Adam a few shows, so it's turned into a joke now. <laughs> yes, but seriously, you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM Community Radio. This is Porter County Buzz, and. Um, the uh, oh, we're sponsored. I I always forget, and I apologize to Odd Fellows, but we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows Checkbook Lodge Number Fifty Six, Downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. Notice I said Valparaiso, not Valparaiso or Valparaiso, like you hear on other radio stations yeah, with advertisements. That's kind of crazy. You just say Valpo. Yes, we could <laughs> say Valpo. <laughs> yeah, we all know where we are. That's right. And uh, for those of you out in, in Radio Land, you're listening to another voice inside our studio, and that voice. Is none other than Mike Novotny. Good afternoon. <laughs> Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire, absolutely. Don't forget, yeah, don't forget that <laughs> at the end of the, end of the name. Yeah. Yes. And he's, he's, yeah, he's very modest there. And, uh, but yeah, yes. <laughs> and Mike is with what? Are you going to tell these people who he is? Well, wait a second before we get to what he is and who he is and how he is. How are you, by the way? He looks good. Okay. Doing great. Doing great. Look, uh, end, end, end of another end of summer, wrap it, another uh, summer wrapping up. We're at the end of summer. Kids are uh, not looking forward to going back to school. Or teachers. Uh, or teachers. <laughs> so this older gentleman sitting right here with us. Um, so, no, uh, another good summer in the books. Yeah. Yeah, another I suppose. I suppose, but uh, yeah. <laughs> or not so much, maybe. Not so much. It's not over yet. Let's not count our, yeah. No, Let's but you know yet. what? And Andy might not know this. Actually, I know he doesn't know this. Only Mike and I know this. I've been to his Mike's house. Really? Oh, last nice. Was it last year or two years ago? Yeah, one of the yeah two, one of the last years? couple of years. Yeah. And, uh, they all seem Mike, to, they all seem to blend together. Yes, <laughs> they do. Mike was gracious enough to donate bicycles to our program. Oh, that's awesome. Now, Mike donated bicycles to our program. I've donated bicycles to my program. Andy needs bicycles because he's Adam has donated kids. bicycles to my program. <laughs> Adam Adam Bozak has, yes. Uh, but not Andy Bozak. Very hey, disappointing. Speaking of, so would something like this help you? Because recently, obviously, my kids are old, or the youngest. Actually, speaking of that, i got to bring that up today. His birthday. It's my son's fifth birthday. <laughs> happy, so birthday. happy birthday, Adley. Holy cow. Sorry, I had to skip You're it getting old. <laughs> but anyway, so I recently got my bike back out, and I took off the um, child adapter. You know where you would drive, and they would, you could put a ch- uh, ride, excuse me, and put a kid on the back of the bike, a little yeah. seat back there? Yes. Would you have any use for that if I donated? Sure. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, I, I was just going to give it away. So if you know someone, oh well, that's what we do. We give it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's but if, like you, if you know somebody, give it away. If find, we find a good home for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. We we put it out there. And matter of fact, our next um, bike giveaway is August twentieth. Okay. So Great. yes, I'll get it to you next well, time we record. So, yeah. No absolutely. problem. But uh, but anyways, Mike Novotny. That's the reason why we're here today. Mike Novotny. What a cool name, Novotny. I'm saying well, it wrong. Thanks. I'm saying it right. You're, you're not saying it right. <laughs> <laughs> and and tell, tell the Radio Land here, what exactly do you do for Porter County? Yeah, so I am the Director of Engineering or County Engineer for Porter County, serving all unincorporated areas, so not including the incorporated communities of Portage and Valparaiso and the town of Chesterton, but all those outlying and more rural in character areas. 
Okay, uh, now, but is it true that if a bridge is involved, you're involved, even if it is in Portage or City well, of Valpo? That, that's, that is correct, depending so, on the... If it's over 20 feet. Depending <laughs> on the span length, yeah. So to get into the weeds a little bit, yeah, but yeah. we do have, yes, we do have some infrastructure that we care for uh, okay. in the municipalities. That would be the bridges that are 20 feet or longer uh, in span length. And now, that brings up the uh, Chesterton Bridge that they built 10, 20 years ago that was 19 feet and some inches, and now they've rebuilt it to be over 20 feet, so the <laughs> county's now responsible over there by Sand Creek. See, that's crazy, though, isn't it? I mean, why is it that 20, no matter where, like if it's in the city of Valpo, why does the feet matter if it, the county takes it involved in it or if the city has to deal with it? Where the heck is that from? No, that's, that, I mean, that's a great question. Um, Notice it was me that asked that question, that, Andy. Well, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of great questions from both of you. Um, but that that 20-foot span length is defined in state statute. So that's a requirement that's spelled out, and that applies in any county in the state, that span lengths of 20 feet or more are cared for by the county and the county bridge program then. And a, as you gentlemen are that aware, so weird. Uh, there is a, a bridge fund. Uh, yeah. that uh, is, is generated each year from um, tax revenue in the county, and that funds our bridge program that cares for about 130 bridges all across the county. Do you know who pays into that fund? Is it every taxpayer or only people in unincorporated? Correct. So every taxpayer does okay. pay into that. Well, it makes sense because every it taxpayer really runs over all the bridges. Right. I just I wanted to clarify. Now, now somebody knew that you were going to be on, and I, I alerted them, and they asked me one question. They go, where is the bridge over troubled waters? <laughs> this is a great song. <laughs> still, still looking for it myself because I could use one of those okay. bridges over troubled waters. Okay. So, so Mike's one of the smarter guys that we have working for the county. He might be the smartest one in this well, room right now. I don't know. The smartest one I don't know. <laughs> this guy has a lot of experience doing it. And Mike, how long? You, you were talking to us a little bit beforehand. How long have you been doing engineering and how long have yeah. you been with the county? Uh, so, uh, yeah, by, by training, I'm a civil engineer. Um, hold both a bachelor's of science and a master's of science in civil and environmental engineering. Um, civil engineering is really... Um, the practice of designing, constructing, and maintaining uh, the built and natural environment. So in Porter County itself, we, we ha our infrastructure consists of roads, bridges, and stormwater infrastructure. Um, we don't have any potable water infrastructure that we care for directly. We don't have any sanitary sewer that we care for directly. Um, so that's our sort of purview in an incorporated county. Um, I've been uh, practicing engineering for, well, since 2004, so doing the math, uh, about 18 years now. Wow. Uh, I've been with Porter County in this position uh, just over six years. Uh, joined the county and uh, came aboard as really to run the storm, new stormwater program that came mm -hmm. to be in mid-2016 uh, when the mm -hmm. unincorporated county uh, adopted the Porter County uh, stormwater user fee, mm -hmm. which everybody in unincorporated county pays into. Um, and shortly thereafter, uh, got assigned the responsibility uh, as overall county engineer as well to care for the roads and bridges. They're like, we got uh, this guy. Well. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so here, you can do it all now. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm blessed to have, we've grown the department since I've um, joined and blessed to have some very talented staff working right beside me. Mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't be possible to do all the things that we do across the county without 
uh, their efforts and the efforts of our sister departments as well, like the yeah. highway department, which is mm -hmm. sort of our operational arm. Uh, and the county yeah. council that funds them. Of course. <laughs> and I don't want to leave out the elected wow. officials. Wow. No, we, we, we have, no, but you can joke, but in, in all honesty, um, I've, I've worked in local government in, in a few different places now uh, around the country. Um, the support that we've got from both the Board of Commissioners and the County Council uh, since I've been here has been tremendous. Mm -hmm. um, you, you guys have all seen the value and the importance yes. of the infrastructure that we are responsible for. Mm -hmm. um, you guys have helped us grow the department. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys have supported those those additional asks when we've when we've asked for more staff or to increase the bridge funding that we get every year so that we can take care of all the problems yeah. that we've got mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. So, th yeah, we, we can laugh about it. But in all seriousness, <laughs> um, the, the vision that the elected officials have had in terms of caring for our infrastructure, which you could go, you know, 15 years ago or even 10 years ago. Probably wasn't the same case. The funding wasn't there, right? The funding wasn't right. there. There yeah. was no engineering division. Well, um, there was no engineer. There, there was no engineering division at all. So when I came aboard, all of this was was brand essentially brand new. What we're doing, and and looking around the rest of the state, um, there's some counties that do it similar to how uh, we do it, um, but we're really the only ones doing doing what we do in the way that we do it. Yeah, and we're not we, having to outsource all these engineering right. jobs, and, and 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 that's not necessarily unique. But it, we we do spend, you know, we do spend an, a lot of effort on doing a majority of our engineering. The engineering work we can do, do that in house. The construction, observation, mm -hmm. and inspection work that we can do in house, we do in house. But the, one of the the cool things that that we do do is we're really a one stop shop for all things public and private project related in the county. So if you've got a private development uh, subdivision or industrial park or even single family residential home construction, well, that's all our, staff, our staff touches that in some way. Uh, capital improvement projects on our infrastructure, bridges, roads, stormwater, mm -hmm. our, our staff touches that in some way. Uh, we care for particularly the stormwater infrastructure, but work and the bridge infrastructure, work with our highway department to care for the road infrastructure, um, and then do other various things. Our GIS division is also housed in the department. So can you tell people what GIS of is? Of course, Geographic Information Systems. And, and you can think about it as uh, a very advanced mapping system. It's a Google Maps times 12. It's a Google Maps <laughs> times 12. But we can, we can uh, put all kind of data uh, in that geographic information system, um, de very detailed information on our bridges, mm -hmm. on our stormwater systems. Some about like the flooding planes, flood planes, yeah. wetlands, mm -hmm. or at least best available data about where mm -hmm. wetlands might be. And that we make as much of that as we can available to the public. Yeah, so, and it's a very easy to use website and, as well. And Chuck Miller deserves special mention. He's our GIS director uh, at the county. He's done a mm -hmm. great job putting that all together for everyone to use. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, long, long story short, my background is, is, uh, diverse and varied. I, I've always mm -hmm. had, you know, a focus on the, the blend of the built environment and the natural environment. Um, and so this has been a really natural fit for me. Um, the challenges that I've had are just, you know, growing this new department and all yeah. this, all the struggles that come with us, you know, building essentially a startup. Uh, company or entity mm -hmm. and, and getting it to where we've got today. But it's it's the last six years have been been a really good ride. Oh. Something else I'd compliment you guys on is that um, for, for the first few years, I'll be honest, I mean, I, I went to meetings. but No, I lie to us. Don't be honest. I lie to us. But, uh, <laughs> you are a politician, by the way. <laughs> no, community <laughs> servant, Greg. Different. 
Um, but the difference was is I didn't fully understand what the Department of Stormwater and Development, like what did you guys do? Sure, what is? But what, is? what you guys have done the last few years, which has been amazing, signage on the roads when you're doing projects, explaining what they are. When you drive by and you see your logo. Um, Facebook, putting that info out there on social media of what projects you're doing, why you're doing it. And I think that's super interesting because you see them digging out these culverts or these with, uh, is that what they're called, culverts along the side of the road? And you're sure. like, why are you doing that? You know, And then sure. you go online and you say, oh, well, it's flooding this field and we're moving water here. And mm -hmm. super interesting what you guys do. It, well, it, 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 it can, yeah. be, it can yeah. be, right? Yeah. In, in, in the driest of terms, you know, engineering generally perceived as a pretty dry and put you to sleep type topic. But <laughs> one of the things, and I think that applies to really anything that county government or local government or even state or you can scale that up to the state or federal level, we're not very good. We're not we're not like a private company at marketing and PR and really telling people and explaining to people what it is that we do. So one of the things that we have really tried to do is exactly what you're talking about, Andy. Get the word out about what we're doing. Provide that public education and outreach. Mm -hmm. um, show the taxpayers that and the fee payers that we're spending the money. Uh, in the right way yeah. and in a transparent way mm -hmm. and putting yeah, exactly putting that information up on our website So if folks have right. a and putting signs on the construction sites So when folks have a question about what that is, well, they know that's county fee payer or taxpayer dollars mm -hmm. Dollars at work you see that sign, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Right. But that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, that's what it is Yeah, uh, I love yeah. seeing that and I think you guys have done a great job of keeping people informed It's funny because I, I don't mean to get off on a little tangent here, but my my Brother-in-law's, but you will. But it's your ghost. But I'm going, right? But I'm going that way. So anyway, my brother-in-law is an engineer down in Indianapolis, and he does some work for Indon. I won't use names and what company works for anything. But anyways, he tells me his first job. He gets this thing and he engineers this pump and he does all this work for the sewer system. He said the next week we're sitting in a meeting and my boss called the whole. Uh, squad or whatever his team into the room and they're talking they got this picture up of, of the pump and they're talking about it and da, 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 da. and then he finds out that this pump had failed and it, there's water everywhere and the guy goes well what you know what calculations do you did for the pump and he goes well I called the pump guy and asked told him the parameters and he told me what pump to get and that's the pump I got and failed. <laughs> so he quickly learned how to be a better engineer it's kind of you know one of those stories where he was red face sitting in the middle of a meeting like oh shoot that was my, my doing <laughs> you got any great stories like that oh pl plenty right <laughs> and like life any career we have that includes engineering it's a learning experience the key when you're an engineer though is to not screw up too bad because <laughs> right it, a public health and safety is yeah, on the line yeah that's true um yeah. so so uh so but certainly right we learn from our mistakes um we try to minimize the the impact and magnitude of those mistakes um but no i, I i've learned a lot in my career and and only by practicing and yeah. and doing things in the field and learning from those that i work mm -hmm. with learning from contractors that are building projects that we've designed or learning from uh, maintenance crews that are out in the field actually, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, cleaning things up and how can we maybe design things better so that maintenance isn't so difficult. So we, we try to learn all the time. <laughs> we should. And, just, and that, that goes for, for anybody as, you know, just a human being. Yeah. Like we learn. Yeah. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. You got to learn from them yeah. and apply them to the next step. In I mean, your, in I your made life, one right? mistake in my life too when Greg asked me on this show. Oh my them. God. I thought you were going to say about the shirt you're wearing today oh. was the big mistake. I don't know who wears a white shirt hey, with For uh, once, my shirt little... is not brighter than our guests. That's true. That's right. <laughs> this, this is a county orange or yellow, green shirt. Yeah, safety, safety, yellow, safety right? green, safety, safety yellow, yellow, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. And speaking of safety yellow, (laughs) you're listening to WVLP 103.1 and uh, Porter County Buzz. You can catch us, um, well, we're airing, you know, the Tuesdays, but we also rebroadcast Saturdays at 8 p.m. And then um, if you have a question, hit us on a website or the uh, email, uh, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com. And we'll be glad to answer your questions. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to the Independent Order yeah. of Oddfellows and sponsors. Oh, yeah. Independent Order of Oddfellows. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and we've got Mike Novotny from the uh, Porter County Storm Water Management Team Development. I'm trying to read this, sir. <laughs> is that, the title's long. Yeah, he's so got Porter, everything. You can just say Porter County. But <laughs> he's with the Department of uh, Development and Stormwater Management. There you go. The Department of Making Stuff Right. That's right. Correctly. <laughs> So when you were in school, were you one of those kids that built a bridge out of uh, toothpicks and yours uh, didn't fail or did it fail? Of course. A big Lego guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. Lego guy growing up. Big, you know, absolutely. your audience, may, some of you might remember Tinker Toys, right? But oh, yeah. Tinker Toys, Lincoln Logs, all those kind of things. But then, yeah, as you got a little bit older, the uh, popsicle stick bridges yeah. and the toothpick bridges and, you know, so see that's what, what works kinda and what doesn't work. Got you excited about the field. Is that how you were inspired? Yeah, and like I said, I, I think there's there's uh, certainly that my interest always in, in you know in building uh, structures and and that so you apply all that stuff that I mm-hmm. learned as a young kid. I was also really fortunate. I grew up in Porter County, so oh, okay. um, I'm I'm happy. North side, south side. Well, I was in Jackson Township. Okay, okay. Yeah, I went to Chester High School. Oh, uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, did you aspire to be a, a dispatcher too when you grew up, and then all of a sudden you realized Tinker Toys was better for you? <laughs> but I, I was really fortunate. You knew it was coming. Really it comes. You have grown up on one of our one of our many streams in the county, oh, and so yeah. so got to play, you know, in the creek. Mm-hmm. So Tom Sawyer yeah, was one of your friends. Track down turtles, yeah. Huck sure. Finn and Tom yeah. Sawyer on their raft heading down, <laughs> heading downstream. But you know, I, I so I, so I think that's why I, I was drawn to uh, civil engineering in particular. It, just a great blend of that care for and protection of the natural environment, or at least the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also uh, to build infrastructure uh, that makes our lives easier as people. Right? When you say civil, does that only cover roads, streams, stuff like that? Or is that, can you do buildings too? Or is that a whole different type of engineer? So certainly uh, civil engineers, particularly structural engineers are involved with uh, the design and construction observation of buildings. Um, geotechnical engineers, which is another, so structural engineering is a sub-discipline of civil oh, engineering. Okay. 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 It's sort of specialization, right? Think of mm-hmm. it as a specialization. Geotechnical engineering, which relates to the study and of soils um, and applying knowledge of soils to design that geotechnical engineers are involved in the design of structures. So buildings, roads and everything involved in that. Um, so yeah, everything from buildings to, as you mentioned, Andy, roads, bridges, uh, hmm. Stormwater infrastructure, cool. but also sanitary uh, oh. sewer infrastructure yeah. and wastewater <laughs> treatment plants, um, potable water infrastructure and water treatment plants. Um, you talked about wells and pumps earlier. Um, that infrastructure, drawing water from the ground, mm-hmm. is part of what you know, part of what we do as well. So the the discipline or the the practice of civil engineering is as varied as the built environment. And then there's, you know, sort of a specialization, too, in, in sort of environmental protection and oh, yeah. right blending what we do as humans in the built environment 
with the protection and improvement and care for the built environment. And that's where my, my master's work was. Mm -hmm. I, I worked in an area called ecological engineering, which is really uh, oh, the great. blend of the two. Um, hmm. and, and like I said, so I think all so of that, that interest came from, from my, my, what I did as a kid, right? Yeah. Playing with those toys and playing in the creek and uh, all the critters that you find down in there. Mm -hmm. the, the new, admin, well, not the new admin center, but the new area a few years ago that we did where we're treating the wastewater, or not wastewater, but the rainwater in front of the administration building. Were you right. part of that? Is that why we have that? We had input on that. That, awesome. that was designed by one of the county's consultants. But, oh, okay. but one of the things we really did stress from our perspective was to make that plaza area a, a showcase for how you can um, manage and treat uh, stormwater runoff instead of just sending it downstream. So yeah, there's a fairly advanced waste, uh, rainwater, not wastewater, rainwater collection and, and harvesting system. And that, so that rainwater is collected and stored in a cistern, and then it's used to irrigate those plantings that you see in the front of the plaza. So hmm. it's a much better use for our rainwater, which yeah. is actually really high quality. Um, before, instead of just sending it downstream. Yeah, and I think the only thing that we dropped the ball on, and I talked to Commissioner Blaney about this. That you dropped the ball on? No, us as a county. Oh That's my God. such a cool thing. It's such a There's cool no thing. signage. Right. There's no signage. There, there, there was, was a sign, anybody. but I don't know. Yeah. You guys need to figure out what well, happened. Amen to that. that. We need a sign that tells people the water's being recycled. This is why it looks like it. This is why you're walking on gravelish rock right now. Right. Because it's not, the reason is, is so the water, I assume, could go through. And that's the kind of thing. I just, it's again getting the information out, Greg. I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you know, I applaud your efforts. So, are you, you've been with us for six years now, you mentioned. <laughs> there wasn't a buzz. The live studio audience. Live studio audience. Um, and I know that the, you had mentioned also that we haven't always had this this hefty of a department. I, I heard you guys the whole f top floor and not quite, but almost. And it's building <laughs> or, or getting bigger for good reasons. So how did this come about? What was it a commissioner that kind of? And you don't have to use specific names, but was it commissioners push that they wanted to prioritize this stuff more, or how did you guys yeah. get to be? And, well, in that the whole effort began before I before I even came okay. to the county. My hiring was a result of, and I, I can name a few names: Commissioner sure, Good, yeah. Commissioner Blaney were instrumental um, to getting this stormwater fee mm -hmm. and stormwater program underway. And really, that's the found that was the foundation for our new department. Now you got some money. Now you got yeah. some money. You got a, a new program. You can bring in the building division and the code enforcement and the GIS and the planning and zoning staff and have, like I mentioned earlier, one-stop shop. Um, but that, so that started uh, a few years even before I came aboard. Um, and so the, the, the impetus for it was, yeah, we have all this stormwater drainage infrastructure all around the county. So the county, unincorporated county is about 340 square miles. That's wow. our service area. Yeah. So again, all those areas excluding the county, excluding the incorporated municipalities, right? Mm -hmm. um, we have about 500 miles of stormwater infrastructure. So that's ditches, uh, streams, storm sewers, drain tiles that we are directly responsible for and that that was that goes back the, the old drainage board days um they were responsible for that same infrastructure as well as about 150 detention basins so detention basins are are built in the environment as part of new development projects uh to mitigate the impacts of development on particularly on flooding hmm. uh, detention basins store and release stormwater at a slow controlled rate so that when a new development goes in 
it doesn't cause major flooding downstream or exacerbate mm -hmm. existing flooding problems. So there was all this infrastructure in the built environment, right, already that the county was responsible for. Plus, the county did in 2010 a, a comprehensive countywide uh, stormwater plan, basically. D surveyed, sent a survey out to all county residents. Oh, wow. Uh, collected information, did like four or five public open houses, collected a whole bunch of information on all the drainage problems and stormwater problems that exist across the county at that time. So if like people were having flooding in their yard. Flooding in their okay. yard, water quality <clears throat> issues. Again, it could have been severe flooding, you know, flooding of basements or structures, everything down to, you know, sort of nuisance. I can't mow my lawn a couple days after a rainfall. Yeah. Right. So at that time, the county collected almost 2,000 reports of stormwater issues out there. Right. Wow. So you had 500 miles of infrastructure, 150 detention basins, and then 2,000 problems <laughs> out there that, that had essentially very little funding to address it. Nothing to address anything that the county didn't already care for. And even those, those pieces of the infrastructure that the county already had some money for or cared for, there was only a small amount of money that was getting collected to, to, to maintain those, repair those. Or reconstruct them if needed. Mm -hmm. So all of that led to, hey, we got to do, you know, we got to do something about this. The commissioner's office was getting calls, co uh, council office was getting calls from residents about the flooding problems, about <clears throat> yeah. water quality issues. So in order to address that, the result was a whole bunch of planning and a whole bunch of figuring out how to do this and building this, starting this new stormwater program, right? Mm -hmm. So enacting the stormwater fee, so there's some money. Uh, to address all these issues out there, hiring the staff and, and running a program in order to actively, proactively mm -hmm. address all those problems that are out there. And as well as prevent that no infrastructure from deteriorating uh, further to where it becomes a major issue, right. new developments that are going on. We keep a very close and careful look at, at those new developments to make sure that what's being built now isn't being built with problems that future fee payers or taxpayers are going to have to take care of. Um, so, so yeah, the, the job very involved, but, but it, it's all the result of some very visionary or, or you know, forward looking uh, elected officials that said, Hey, we've got this major problem out there. We've got to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And I know there was a lot of effort, right? Nobody wants to pay more fees yeah, or taxes, that's hard. Right. but yeah. and that, that's a challenge. I mean, that's a challenge. Yesterday, now, yes. and tomorrow, for any government, mm -hmm. Porter County, any any right. municipality is figuring out how to pay for what we've already got. Right, right, right. Um, but the effort was made to to, to put that funding because you can't do anything without the funding, right? right? Put that funding mechanism in place so that we could actually begin to dig into those thousands of problems that exist all around the county. We've seen a lot of results from you guys, like I said, oh, yeah. on, on Facebook. So thank you. I, you talked about this, these, God, I forget what the term was, but this big hole in the ground in subdivisions where it collects the water. So uh -huh. normally, Sinkhole. whatever you call it. <laughs> uh, so on the plan commission, I know when I was on the Burns Harbor plan commission, they talked a lot about planning for our You should be on the Porter years. County so, plan commission. That sounds scary. No. <laughs> that was always Bob's spot. I, I, I know, know I'll vacate for you. Yeah. You can have it. But they always talked about preparing for a hundred-year storm, or, or that's what they sure. were planning for. Sure. But now I'm hearing in the news, as soon as as early as yesterday, that there was two hundred-year storms yeah. in southern Illinois and all those areas. Are you guys having to plan differently now? Is 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 the environment changing where you have to worry about stuff like that? That's or, a, the environment's not changing. It's the same as it was for the last thousand million years. 
don't know what to say to that. You can use the sound effect for that one. Yeah. Well, and so that's a that's a very heavy question. Uh, there's a lot to that, okay. right? To to address, I think Greg's comment, and, and uh, um, that was Greg's the, comment. Wow. <laughs> the data, the scientific data, the rainfall data that we're seeing is showing that. Um, we're seeing more intense rainfall events, so they're bringing more rain in shorter periods of time, uh, particularly mm -hmm. in um, in the uh, rain uh, rainfall events that have between a 10 percent and well 20 percent to 5 percent chance of happening any given year. Uh, we would call those the five-year or 10-year or 20-year events. Okay. okay. So that's what we're, we're seeing, particularly in that sort of area of rainfall, uh, more intense. Uh, so Where the ground can't soak it up. Exactly. So mm -hmm. the three inches in an hour type rainfall events, we're seeing those more intense, more often. Okay. So when it, when it comes to stormwater design, are, are a lot of, in, in, and this applies to Porter County, but applies to much of the country, um, our basis of design for designing storm sewers, detention basins, uh, the infrastructure that's intended to convey and manage and treat uh, that rainfall is based on historic data. Okay. Right? So we say we take the last 30 years of data, we analyze that statistically, and we use that to draw some assumptions about what the future rainfall events might be. Okay? So given what I just said earlier, that we're seeing, especially recently in the last few years, that those rainfall events are getting more intense, heavier rainfall in a shorter amount of time, we know that that historic data isn't accurately capturing what's been happening very recently, okay? So yes, we do have to change the way that we design infrastructure. Wow. Um, we're a little behind the times his nationally in terms of updating our rainfall, our rainfall data and using rainfall data, we, we can, on the flip side, rather than using historic data, we can use future probabilities oh, and forecast, forecast rainfall data okay. um, to reflect some of the trends that we're seeing lately. And so there's a little bit of risk in the doing farmer's that. farmer's almanac? You may be, <laughs> we can use that too. I, that's pretty accurate, actually. Is it really? Yeah. So, so uh, but we can also use that sort of projections to as a basis of design. And that's where some of the, the more pro progressive communities, you know, there's a little bit of risk in doing that because you might be over-designing, oh, yeah. so to speak. But I given the trends that we've seen in rainfall data, I, I personally, it's in my gut feeling, we're not necessarily over-designing if we move to that more forecast-based method of, of designing our infrastructure. Now you bring up the 100-year event. It, that term is very misleading. It sounds that like it's only gonna right? happen oh, every, yeah. yeah, every 100 years, right? Yeah. Really, for a, a better way to think about it is a rainfall event that has a 1% chance of happening during any given year. So it would be very rare that it happens, but it could happen, um, you know, more frequently every year th for three years in a row. Okay, and that's where. So again, our our current understanding of the hundred year event is based on historic rainfall data. What we're seeing is that those rainfall events again are becoming more intense, more so more rainfall coming more in a shorter amount of time. And so that 100-year event is constantly changing. I wish it would just fall on Lake Mead. I mean, that would solve so many issues. Right. <laughs> Move it to the West Coast. Right. Move it they to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there are, yeah. And so there are 200-year events or 500-year events or 1,000-year events. Oh, and that just represents a, a statistic a probability of how, how much of a chance that there is that that event will occur 
at a, in any given year. Um, so those are expectedly less frequent, right? But hopefully they stay that way. We've, yeah. seen, <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen some of those recently, right? In, in St. Louis and, and Eastern Kentucky, right. and thoughts and prayers out with uh, mm -hmm. those folks yep. that are still suffering, the families that are still suffering in those areas. But, but yes, so storm, you know, there's a very real um, element of what we do uh, with regards to mitigating flooding and managing those those storm events, and and we we design our infrastructure. There's a couple different criteria we we use. One is the 100 year event. That's sort of the base flood um, event. And so when we look at floodplain maps, uh -huh. um, what's shown on those floodplain maps is typically the 100 year event or the 1% uh, recurrence event. Um, some floodplain plain maps will also show the 500 year event. But so we design our, our flood infrastructure for that 100 year event. We also try to think about what's gonna happen during larger events than that. And so when a new subdivision, for example, uh, is planned, designed, and built, the storm sewers aren't designed to take those huge events. The detention basins aren't necessarily even designed to take them, but we think about overflow routes and emergency oh, flow routes. So we're still so, planning for it. So we're still planning for it, so when things go way out of whack and we get all kinds of rainfall where everything's flooded, we're still trying to protect building envelopes and make roads somewhat passable so that emergency vehicles can respond mm -hmm. during those events and, and things like that. So we still, we don't necessarily design, a, we design a storm sewer to take the 10-year event. So mm -hmm. an event that takes has a 10% chance of occurring during any given year. So those happen somewhat frequently. Um, so that when we get a bigger event, they'll surcharge, they won't handle the water. And then you'll see flooding or ponding on the surface for a short amount of time until that storm sewer can And as a kid, you love it. it. You're like, oh, oh yeah, that's fun. fun. Yeah, you may not have the street yeah. behind your house, but the road <laughs> flood, so you get to play out the roadside ditch, you know? Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it. So hopefully, I, you know, I, I tried to explain that in somewhat understandable terms. No, you've done it down for, your, for me. For well, not no, 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 please do. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. But there is a whole, right, there is a whole lot of, of thought uh, mathematical analysis and and design that goes into our the planning design and construction of our just of our couldn't imagine yeah as much as you've got to think about when you're doing this so anyways mm -hmm. i'm sorry greg i know you got questions too <laughs> no i'm good i'm good <laughs> see i talked to mike a lot see and i was with him the other day at the commissioner's meeting you know i was the only councilman there but that's okay you know? <laughs> Some of us work, Greg. I work. Dispatcher, if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mike, weren't you the one that went out to my dad's last year that uh, got stung? Were you the gentleman that... Yeah. So I know my stung too. him. No, I have to go check. Yeah, one, where's this tree at? So one, of the, one, of the, yeah, one of the great things about the job is the variety of stuff we, we, we do, right? So I'm in, you might think of engineers in the office a lot. With a hard hat, maybe. Oh, I picture him sleeping. You know, doing sleep. plans. Oh my God. <laughs> feet up at the desk, you know, not <laughs> looking at his phone. But we, we get to do we get to do a whole, and that's the beauty of working for one of the beauties of working for the county is is we get to see every phase of a project from really inception, conceptual level through design, through construction, through aftercare. So we get to get out in the field and we get to collect survey data. We get to uh, work a whole lot with the great people of Porter County, directly interacting with them, uh, hearing about their problems, working to solve them, um, see construction equipment out on sites, and, and then again, get to take care of things afterwards. So it's field work, it's office work, it's 
So that's uh, how he got stopped. Going to radio, yeah. going to radio shows and, and talking there you to go. people yeah. about stormwater. But, but it's one of the great things. I mean, one of the great things about the job is you get to do such a variety of things. Yeah. Um, and maybe get sting, stung by a, a nest of yellow jackets. Oh my God, so bad. So a tree had died and it was right on the edge of the culvert or whatever, you know, the county thing. So I said, hey, is this my dad's responsibility or yours? So he came out to check it. He's like, well, I got stung like four times. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm I like, broke my sunglasses. So oh my God. It was a nightmare. Here's me calling him. Dad, you got cameras back there? I got to see this. He didn't. No, but, wow. So like, but that was nice that, you know, you guys were able to come out and do that kind of thing. So if people need help, is there a place on the website if they have questions or? Absolutely. What so we. We ask anybody that that has a, a stormwater related concern uh, in the county to visit our website, uh, portercountystormwater.org. Okay. Right on our homepage, there's a button you can click that says "Report a Concern." Okay. And so we'll ask you some basic information about the problem you've got. Um, we're we are a little, you know, you've heard of the the great. Um, what is it? People leaving their jobs. Yes, I always yes. forget the uh, great resignation. Yeah. Resi yeah. Great resignation. Yeah. 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 So our and I thought you were gone, but thank goodness you're not. <laughs> our, our, department, our department has struggled that with that, just like many other private uh, businesses, other uh, government uh, departments across the county. Um, five of our ten staff have left over really? the course of the last year. Wow. So, so we're a little understaffed right now. I'm working to fill the couple positions we have uh, open. Do you want to plug that now? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we're looking for talented and dedicated uh, folks to help uh, our stormwater program in particular. So, if you're interested, please visit our website. And what skills do they need? Information about it. So, we're right now we're looking. Gotta be pretty. We're looking. Wow. That was Andy Bozek, yeah. by the way. We are an equal opportunity employer at. Thank you for clarifying. So, You're right, I better say. so we're looking. No, we're looking for right now to fill um, really an asset manager position on the stormwater management side. So that we talked about the care of the existing infrastructure. That's what that position helps. Do you need is. a degree for that, or? Well, we we have some minimum minimum qualifications. Um, really, we need somebody with experience and knowledge, and that could be a degreed individual. It okay. could be somebody with uh, equivalent experience. Okay. Uh, that that understands really maintenance and construction of stormwater infrastructure and can work with uh, the public mm -hmm. and our contractors on taking care of problems that we've got in that existing infrastructure. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also um, going to be advertising to fill our highway engineer position. Uh, we so I mentioned the three disciplines we've got, our stormwater program, um, our bridge program, and our, our, road, you know, our road program. So our road and bridge program falls under what we call our highway engineering group. Mm -hmm. um, the gentleman that sort of helped me lead that group uh, left to take a, another job recently. Um, so we'll be looking to fill that position. But that that's sort of managing our, again, our road and bridge type program. So paving operations, um, assessing our county roadways, mm -hmm. assessing our bridges, helping design bridge, you know, bridge projects to, to take care of um, the, the still somewhat many deficient bridges yes. we've got out there. Um, I know, I'm already mad at you. You're closing oh a my down by Brummett. But putting a huge dent into this backlog of really um, poorly cared for infrastructure. And again, that's a testament to, you know, the sort of current group of elected officials that have been um, sort of giving us direction and working with us for the last five, six, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. um, you guys so, have already so, replaced bridges that were pretty, I mean, it had to be closed mm -hmm. down. So, I mean, you guys have yes. taken 
awesome mm. action. I was just joking about closing that bridge down. I know it has. <laughs> no, no, that that one. I, look, that that's going to be painful. Yes, um, it is. because. Be, there were some well, there were some complications with that. Um, some delays, I heard about Nipsco and Verizon. Some delays, <laughs> some yeah. delays from moving some existing utilities out of the way yeah. of the new bridge, and that just threw our whole timeline yeah. in in disarray. So we had planned to be done with that one, sort of Thanksgiving time, but given the work, the complexity of that particular project, there's no there's really no way for us to do that. So unfortunately, a long closure there. Um, appreciate everybody's patience. Um, but know that the finished product is going to be first a safe, a much safer bridge than we've got right now. But also add to pedestrian access. Um, oh, with that uh, through that area kayak launch. There's that'd be really nice. our, one of our one of our friends out there, the Shirley Hines Land Trust, mm -hmm. uh, has that canoe kayak launch out there, um, and ha has some trails uh, out there as well. Um, as soon as the bridge done, everybody will have better access to That's that. Awesome, because um, it's pretty dangerous right now. Off the it's pretty yeah. There's yeah. not and there's really you? no roadside. Yeah, there's says. really no roadside out there, so yeah. this will give <laughs> some safe areas to pull out and park. Some safe areas, perhaps at the you know the school, uh, Brumman Elementary School is right around the corner there. Some parking area there if they'll work with us and Shirley Hines, maybe some parking there, and then it'll be safe to walk from the school parking lot to really you know nice. that that recreational area. Um, so yeah, the finished product will be great. So bear with us while mm -hmm. while we get that project done. And, and just know they didn't cause the delays. It was not caused by Porter County government. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Greg, we have to do a station <laughs> identifier. You're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, and this is Porter County Buzz. I am Greg Sims. Co-host is Andy Bozak, and our guest extraordinaire Mike Novotny from Porter County. And uh, yeah, and also if you want to get a hold of us, uh, in uh, what, what is it? PCBuzz103 at yahoo.com. And we thank the Independent Order of Oddfellows as well for allowing us to be on. And since I mentioned the Oddfellows, they're having a bike giveaway August 20th, Saturday from 9 to 12, uh, in a parking lot of the Living Hope Church across on Calumet Avenue in Valpo, right across from the old fairgrounds park where the adult softball is so by yes Rudy, by rudy's a good barbecue joint sure <laughs> yeah yeah he should give us yeah give us a nice oh, barbecue for that plug that's right <laughs> then we need a donut shop maybe uh what is that parlor donuts get them on yeah and mike just so you and our, our listeners know we're also on facebook and then what'll happen is probably uh, about a week after the show airs we'll go ahead and throw this show on facebook too so you'll be able to share it with friends and family or hide it from them if you'd like to yeah. <laughs> either way <laughs> people worldwide are listening to us it's kind of cool oh my gosh and speaking of Speaking of a caller. <laughs> Wait, are we going to go live on the Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, that's my son. So, Mike, what kind of projects are you guys working on now? Like, anything cool? I mean, I know you're working on a thousand projects across the county, but what are the big ones? Or what sure. Like to tell us about? Well, let's let's talk a little bit. Let's stay up in um, in Westchester Township. Where oh, you know, why? Well, we've got... We never talk about so North County. We've got oh, some great... We've got some great... Project sort of underway or, or getting underway soon up there. Uh, we around that bridge 168, the Brummett Ridge County Road 250 East mm -hmm. uh, bridge that we just mentioned was going to be closed for an extended period of time. Um, we partnered with uh, the National Park Service, um, the Northwest Indiana Paddlers Association, 
on doing some log jam and mass woody debris removal uh, along the east arm of the, well, within the east arm of the Little Calumet River. That's cool. Um, to basically extend their existing water trail, where you talked about the canoe and kayak launch, mm -hmm. but to extend that existing water trail all the way up to the Heron Rookery at County Road 450 East. Now you have to pay um, to park at. Ugh. All the way down to State Road, basically, <laughs> it's, it's all the way down national. to basically where um, the Little Cal uh, puts into Salt Creek. That would so, be awesome. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of, again, mass woody debris and log jams that need to be removed to open that up and to make that safe to water, tra you water traffic. Do you go down the, so, with the machine? Pre well, that, and that is the plan. Previously, the Paddlers Association has done a lot of that work by hand to bring chainsaws in by kayak or canoe wow. and to piece that um, debris up. And, and, it, and it volunteer? It and it's it a volunteer, volunteer group? Yeah. Wow. Um, so we we have drainage easements on a, a significant section of that, of the Little Cal. We call it Kemper Ditch, but we've got regulated drainage easements um, on that. Due to lack of funding, it really hadn't been maintained uh, in the past. Uh, but the stormwater fee has generated, you know, revenue that we can use to to partner with our organizations like this. So the plan is, yeah, to get an amphibious machinery, basically a pontoon equipped excavator. We still have right environmental regulations and permitting we have to um, work through and clear to, you know, to make sure we're not having a detrimental impact um, on the, you know, the wild aquatic wildlife that live with and use the stream. Um, but yeah, that it will open that that corridor up to where it's much more uh, useful uh, to the public. So we're we're getting that underway, uh, underway and um, we're also uh, looking at some uh, again working with some partner agencies, the National Park Service, uh, IDNR, the Shirley I love Hines the partnerships. Lab. You get the bang for oh, the buck it, then. It's and it's great because because and 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 in this case, some uh, local farmers as well and landowners wow. um, looking at. Um, doing some wetland and stream restoration um, on, a, on such a magnitude that it'll be sort of regionally significant uh, up in the Little Calumet uh, River watershed. Um, so we're really excited about that. That's sort of in the, working its way out of the concept stage now, um, but we've been working with those partner agencies, uh, landowners in the area uh, to secure some easements to make some uh, additional improvements so that when that restoration work happens, that the current drainage function and stormwater management function that our infrastructure provides, you know, it isn't thrown by the wayside. Wow. So again, it's a balance of the built environment and natural environment, but I think we've got a great uh, plan uh, in the works up there. So some, so some really cool stuff, some really unique stuff outside mm -hmm. of just our, we've got a whole bunch of bridge uh, work, mm -hmm. our, our bridge maintenance program, you've probably seen our bridge crew, at various points around the county, um, just doing the necessary maintenance tasks to extend the life we get out of our bridges. Um, so things like placing riprap uh, around the foundations of the bridges so that they're not getting scoured away by the stream. Is that like a protective coating? I'm sorry. What, what's yeah, so riprap, it's, a, it's basically a, a large stone, large stones. Think of the, you'll, you'll, and they're limestone. So okay. when you see them freshly placed, they're kind of glowing gray. Um, but generally about nine inches in diameter is our standard size that we use. Um, and that gets placed again around the foundations as a protective coating so that the, the erosion action that um, Streamflow has doesn't neg negatively impact those foundations. And, and so they're, and they're also doing some structural repairs. Um, again, with the whole idea that 
rather than letting bridges go until they fail, we're <laughs> right. going to do proactive maintenance. To, right. a new method now. To, to, yeah. to make the best use of, yeah. of the taxpayers' dollars, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and of course, we've got a bunch of uh, stormwater projects. One of the things we've we've been we've had a challenge with across the county is we've, there's a lot of subdivisions. I mentioned all that 500 miles of, of stormwater infrastructure. A lot of that is storm sewer in existing subdivisions. Um, because we didn't have an engineering division like we have now, when those subdivisions were built 15, 20, 30 years ago, there wasn't necessarily the detailed review and construction oh, observation right. of, of the contractor and developer building the subdivision. So you mentioned the sinkholes earlier. Um, those are a result, oftentimes, they can be a result of just infrastructure that's beyond its serviceable life. You know, we, there's a lot of being so so close to major steel production, you know, in the region. There's a whole lot of corrugated metal pipe that was used for storm sewer uh, oh. in the county. Um, but what, gentlemen, what happens to steel and relatively thin gauge steel over time? Right. Rust and it rusts, comes holes. Right. Yeah. And so we add the fact that we have uh, road salt mm -hmm. and road grit, you know, just this sort of gritty sediment mm -hmm. that winds up on our roads from wearing the pavement out. And and so that leads to accelerated deterioration, all that corrugated metal pipe. And so when that corrugated metal pipe starts to rust away, it has voids in it, and that starts to suck in the surrounding soils, right? So those sinkholes are a result of deterioration. Uh, they can also be a result of poor construction practices, right? So, so one of the challenges we've had is going back into all these built subdivisions, sort of one by one, and trying to rebuild the stormwater infrastructure in particular in these subdivisions to bring it up to today's level of service and to put it back into a, a you know, really a, a condition that's going to protect the health mm -hmm. and safety of the public. Mm -hmm. So we don't have the sinkholes where uh, we just had a situation early this year where two cars actually fell into. <laughs> so we don't have that kind of situation can you see that kind of stuff with like uh, ground penetrating radar like when you go like do you guys check for holes like that or yeah so there's there is some technology that we do use to to really look in the storm sewer itself uh, ground penetrating radar is a technology we can use to locate and assess um underground infrastructure um, we make a lot of use of uh closed circuit televised ca televising cameras mm. uh they're trolley mounted and we can move them through the storm sewers to see what kind of You got an RC car camera? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit like yeah. an RC car yeah, camera, yeah, right? Yeah. Think about it like that. But we can get a really good idea, provided it's not underwater or filled with sediment, we can get a really good idea of what kind of condition that, mm -hmm. that uh, pipe that is sense. in and give us some idea of then how much life does it have into it, left in it? Do we need to get out there tomorrow? Uh, because we've got a situation that really needs emergency response. Um, so we, we use a lot of that technology to help us understand uh, the condition of the infrastructure mm -hmm. out there. And what we've seen is a lot of that infrastructure is not in great condition. <laughs> so there's a lot there's a lot yeah. of work still that still needs to be done out there. And even though we have this um, the stormwater fee and the stormwater fund, um, which generates um, about a, a million dollars for us that we can put into repair and reconstruction work every year. Um, another 1.3 goes to debt service um, that, that basically represents work we've already done mm -hmm. in the environment. Um, and so that represents about two thirds of the total revenue we generate goes mm -hmm. directly back into projects 
out there in the environment. So I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. about that. Awesome. We run pretty lean in mm-hmm. terms of overhead and staff cost and consultant cost. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We, there's still a That's whole awesome. lot of mm-hmm. a lot of need out there because we just did two we just did two studies in Greater South Haven and Shorewood Forest, sort of two large census designated places, sort of densely developed and populated areas. Um, and if you're familiar with our our process and procedure, we started in Old South Haven, which was really the oldest and most densely populated area or subdivision mm-hmm. in the county. Uh, we moved on to sort of the next two targets, uh, and there's a whole lot of need in those yeah. two large subdivisions as well. So one of the cha- one of the challenges I know that that the county is going to have, our stormwater program is going to have, is just how do we how do we fund all the tackle it all the improvements? Once. Yeah, right. right. Because and and well, how and how do you tackle it right. in a way that takes care of the problem when it needs to be taken care of before it gets much more dangerous or expensive, mm-hmm. right? Well, and, and and one thing I'll add too, Mike called me out last summer. There was a road up north, and it was like peat moss was on the the shoulder part of it. Do you remember that? The mm-hmm. so the the road was paved over soil that should never have been paved over oh, so, so when they did new construction they realized that this is a bunch of gar- this should have never been done but it was so now you have to do even more work to bring the roads up to standard so they run into that and that's yes. a- it sounds like you should have just planted grass and watered it it's <laughs> <already> <laughs> <growing>. <laughs> yeah no, but it's oh my god <laughs> we are paying penance yeah. for the things that were done or weren't done in the past right Right, because the either because the money wasn't there to build the roads, or we didn't inspect what we expected. Right, right. Somebody, yeah, Yeah. exactly. You're exactly. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. But that takes money away from other projects because you got to take care of it. It, It's you know, it's about in terms of going back into the built environment for stormwater work. It's about six to eight times as expensive. Um, to, 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 go to go back in into these oh, built environments wow. rather than building it right the first time. Wow. So okay. it, there's a pen, there's a real financial penalty too to the whole thing. So that's why we we do put a lot of emphasis on those new developments today that are yeah. coming in to Good make sure you. that those are done right. And thank you for that. Yeah. So we just so you guys both know, I don't I don't I can see the clock. We're down <laughs> to uh, about six minutes left. What the oh, heck? Wow. <laughs> it, it went really fast. I just wanted to make sure, Mike. Was there anything that we didn't bring up that you wanted to cover, or Craig? Because yeah. I, I talk too much. I'm sorry. Well, I just I, I, <laughs> he's really, making up for being gone say, for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say thanks for having me on. Um, hopefully, it didn't bore every the audience with no. a lot of engineering speak and jargon. Um, but it's it's a topic I find very interesting and could talk for probably hours on end about. Yeah, we didn't even talk your about code enforcement, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. A whole other show. Oh my god. A whole nother show. Whole yeah, nother that show. would be another show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool. But well, but see a lot of the people, you know, again, that's why we started the show to bring people on from the county and explain things that they do because people have no idea, you know, and... Uh, and we don't have an opportunity. Well, I, you know, Greg has a lot more time on his hands. Oh, my God, because <laughs> I'm not a dispatcher, you know. not a dispatcher. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, we haven't had an opportunity to really sit down. I know we've met th- times in the past, but sure. we haven't really had an opportunity to sit down and talk like this and ask questions like, what's the difference between a civil engineer and a bill? I mean, so thank you for taking the time sure, and, and answering the questions yeah. with little mm-hmm. words not using a lot of acronyms and not making me feel stupid. Yeah, because that, that upsets Here, Andy. Yeah, especially the 911 acronyms. <laughs> well, then you have to ask him what everyone means. Although like, what I will say, mean? okay, this was interesting. When I was at the 
commissioner's meeting the other day. I was sitting next to Mike, and 911 was up doing their. <laughs> wow, I just got gestured at. I <laughs> know. <laughs> anyway, 911 was up there talking about their, their software and everything, and I just kind of looked at Mike and I said, Does that affect you? And Mike, what did what did you say? Do you remember that conversation? Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was yes. interesting. Yes. I said, Yes, it does. Well, the, the conversation yeah. was about basically our notification, public notification right. system for emergencies right. that happen in the county, but also for sort of more routine uh, road closure type stuff. Oh, so yeah. so yeah, we try to make as much use it. of that system as possible when we've got a road closure or you know, rerouting. You guys all the exactly. Time. Yeah. So those yeah. are the texts. So cool. If you sign up for them, uh, you'll get notification yeah. of when something might affect your daily life. Or if you're friends with Jim Biggs on ba Facebook, because nobody shares road closers like Jim Biggs on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but Jim gets the information from you guys, yeah. right? We, we, you're we the try first. to show yeah. you can tell them that up. No, but that was really interesting how the the different departments actually integrate their information together and for the, the yeah, public and good. So we work closely yeah. with our highway department and with, with mm -hmm. our 911 uh, group. Yeah. work closely with them to get those notifications out yeah, so it wouldn't great. without you know without their help we wouldn't be able and to they can go to porterco.org to sign up for these notifications so you guys exactly. know what we're talking about exactly. you can sign up for those notifications you can sign up for meeting notifications for example when the council meets right you know there's all kinds right. of different alerts you can set up so check it out it's it's really quite interesting well and yeah. go, right government only works um if the public is engaged and, and you guys, we, we depend on the public to engage right. with us. Right. So don't just assume if you don't know something, don't just assume something's happening, get engaged, um, sign up for right. those notifications. If you got stormwater or engineering related concerns, you can visit our website again, mm -hmm. portercountystormwater.org and let us know, you know, let us know what you're, what you're dealing with. Yeah, it's, it's government though. So it might take a little bit to get it handled. And yeah. that's not a dig on Mike. Well, that's course. a dig on government. Yes. Well, just email Andy Bozek and Andy he'll, Bozek he'll take care of it. He'll, he'll take care of it for you. Yeah, I'll give it to Mike. Cause he's that kind of guy. He forwarded it on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! What 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 else, Mike? Anything else? Uh, you're married. You got three, five kids, eight you kids, got five kids, three beautiful daughters. <laughs> There's five altogether. Three beautiful really? daughters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So we yeah we're um, we're very happy to be be in Porter County. Uh, what a great what a great county this is with the national park. We talk about the that. Yeah. River and and all the great things that there are to do here. I just enjoy you know being a part of this community and just. Uh, just all the great people that get to interact mm -hmm. with both in inside and outside of work. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just a great place to live. So I know the girls enjoy it. And the wife is uh, a doctor. Are they interested in schools? They're in, they're involved. We're here. What in did Valpo. you do? What did you do? <laughs> yeah. He saw he the wanted... light. He came to the light side, not no, the dark side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> so we, we are, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a, you know, a very supportive wife for, for as many, many hours as I do spend on the job um she supported me the whole way that's so awesome. mm -hmm. uh, and has has adopted to life here in in porter county and valparaiso and yeah and really become part of the community so yeah no it's cool well, we love having you yeah Thank you. it's very absolutely positive. and you're such a nice i mean you're a nice gentleman you're smiling i mean you're just uh, it was a great interview because you really are energetic you're fun to talk to yeah he's a rock star i mean he's been called a rock star several times you play guitar not yeah. well oh okay <laughs> well, there we go now we can have an intro for the next time he's coming to talk oh, about yeah complaints from community members <laughs> so we don't get those we're down to the last minute if you want to close us out and me you're looking at me off, send us off all right. anything else 
You've been listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. And again, uh, remember, August 20th, put it on your calendars. The Independent Order of Oddfells will be giving out bikes at the uh, Living Hope Church on Calumet Avenue in Valpo. And um, now all the great things. And we thank Mike Novotny for spending some time with us today and enlightening us about the uh, ins and outs of stormwater and bridges and other infrastructures. Yeah. And, uh, and again... Andy Bozak, back from vacation after his month long, and uh, welcome back, and uh, we'll see you all guys next week. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks for having me.